Hello, and welcome back to the Solve the Case podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Handrahan. Today we will be going over the infamous case of 1994 with O.J. Simpson. He was a Heisman football player who was equated with the double murder of his estranged wife and her new husband. Simpson's lawyers were an infamous factor in this case with being able to deflect the mountain of evidence piled up against Simpson. O.J. had been to court with his wife, Nicole Brown, before on cases of spousal battery between the years of 1894, sorry, between the years of 1889 and 1892. Later in the year of 1892, Nicole left him and filed for divorce. On the night of June 12, 1994, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman were stabbed and slashed to death in the front yard of Mrs. Simpson's condominium in Brentwood, Los Angeles. There was no calling of the police until five days later on June 17th. When they had finally gathered enough information to charge O.J. Simpson with the murders. At this time, Simpson had no alibi, but he was able to get together with a lot of his lawyers to slowly start to build one. At this time, we'll take a short break to go to our, one of our sponsors. If your work gloves don't work. Go to Luth on your grippers. Only at Duluth Training. Welcome back after our short break. We left off shortly by leading into the case of the jury going up against what OJ had for his alibi. The OJ had a limo driver in his driveway that had repeatedly tried to call him for around 40 minutes with OJ never responding. Shortly after the driver decided to stop, the driver saw a dark figure go towards the back of the house that O.J. was staying in. Shortly after seeing the the figure enter the house, the driver tried calling O.J. again. And this time, O.J. answered. But with the prior, like, 25 minutes, there was no answer to anything that the driver tried to call the house. There was a leather glove found at O.J.'s house that matched a glove that was left at the scene of the murder that was used later in court. There was blood on the glove that was linked to O.J. and the two victims, Nicole and her husband. Later, scientists would go back and use it for DNA samples to match the blood on the glove to O.J. and the two victims. Simpson had also just recently bought a stiletto knife, which had matched the description that the coroner believed the murder would have u- murderer would have used in this action. There were footprints left behind by the killer that matched a pair of OJ's shoes that he commonly wore. However, the knife nor the shoes had ever been found. In the court cases, OJ's lawyers asked that they bring out the gloves for OJ to wear because they believed that they did not fit his hands. The gloves were taken in and out of cryo with moving them from the scene of the co- 
from the scene of the murders to the court and other places for examination. When the gloves were brought back out, since they were made of leather, the having them in cryo made them shrink, thus they did not fit Simpson's hands. We'll take a short break again to get back with the final decision by the jury. Lawyers.com puts the power back in your hands with the most comprehensive listing of peer-rated lawyers in the industry. Problem solved. Lawyers.com. Every legal issue, one legal source. We are now back to find out the final decision of the jury. The jury was made up of nine African-Americans, two, two Caucasians, and one, and one Hispanic. And at the time of the case, many African-Americans believed that OJ was innocent, while white Americans had considered him guilty. With the jury being made up of nine African-Americans, it was in great favor that OJ would be uh, decided as not guilty. The jury went away for a short recess that took only four hours of deliberation, and they did indeed reach the verdict of not guilty on both murder charges. On, 19, on the date of October 3rd, 1995, of the case, an estimated 140 million Americans listened in on, a radi on radio or watched on television as the verdict was decided. Afterwards of the case, in February of 1997, Simpson was found liable for several charges related to the murders in a civil trial, and was then forced to award $33.5 million in, in compensatory and punitive damages to the victims' families. However, with the prior case only being two years to this new case, Few assets remaining. Few assets remained from the long and costly legal battle he was avoiding. He has avoided paying the damages as of now. So, with that being said, the the very historical significance behind this is that it was then put on as a show that many people with the right lawyers can avoid almost anything and it has proven that many people with higher powers can get out of very costly legal battles because they can get people who have the right information and can think in between what most people would just assume as a blatant battle of evidence when you can also use a battle of what they, what OJ's lawyers used as being a discrimination against people of color. This was also one of the most largely televised and commercial-based 
court cases reaching to 